What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today. For the third time today is Tuesday, May 21st. I hope all you guys have had a great Tuesday. Hope all you guys have a great Wednesday tomorrow and a great rest of your week and into the weekend. With that being said, man, I just want to come at you guys today for Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals that took place in Toronto, Canada. With the Milwaukee Bucks losing to the Raptors by a score of 102 to 120. Um, let's run down these stats before I get into the game. For the Bucks, Nikola Miritich had a pitiful game. He had 11 points, two assists, one rebound, one steal. Giannis had 25 points, five assists, 10 rebounds, one steal, three blocks. Chris Middleton had 30 points, seven assists, six rebounds. Brooke Lopez had eight points, three assists, two rebounds, one steal, one block. Eric Bledsoe had five points, two assists, three rebounds. George Hill had five points, three assists, five rebounds, two steals. And Ersan Ilyasova had seven points, one assist, two rebounds, three steals. For the Raptors, Pascal Siakam had seven points, six assists, four rebounds. Kawhi had 19 points, one assist, seven rebounds, four steals, two blocks. Mark Gasol had 17 points, uh, seven assists, five rebounds, one steal, and two blocks. Kyle Lowry had 25 points, six assists, five rebounds. Danny Green had four points, one assist, one rebound, one steal, one block. Norman Powell had 18 points, three assists, five rebounds, one steal. Sergi Baca had 17 points, two assists, 13 rebounds, one steal. And Fred Van Fleet added 13 points, six assists, one rebound, one steal. Now, before I get into the actual game, man, the Raptors and, and the Bucks, um, both of them, uh, shall I, are both kind of banged up. I want to say Kawhi is probably the most notably hurt player on the court, um, and it definitely showed tonight. He only had, like I said, I think he had, what, 16 points, 19 points, um, yeah, 19 points. So you could just tell he was banged up from the beginning. But, man, the game started, and both teams came out swinging. Kyle Lowry came out on fire. I think he had a couple threes and a few layups. Mark Gasol came out looking really good. He had two threes. Giannis came out and was nasty getting to the rim. He had a cool little Euro step, and he had a left-handed dunk over uh, Kawhi and Serge Ibaka. That was disgusting. Um and they were both just swinging at each other. In the first quarter, it was you can just tell it was the evenly matched games. Both teams looked like they were just going to go at it for the entire night. Second quarter comes. The Raptors come out on a 13-0 run. Uh, Kyle Lowry's hitting shots. Um, Norman Powell, Sergi Baca, Fred Van Fleet. Those three names right there alone won the game for the Raptors. Those three names right there. Sergi Baca, Fred Van Fleet. And who'd I say the last one was? Norman Powell. Norman Powell probably had one of his best playoff games ever. And he did more than just scoring. He was rebounding. He was hustling. He was doing whatever it took for the Raptors to tie the series up. And he was a big factor. Sergi Baca finally looked like the old Sergi Baca. Rebounding stuff, blocking shots, dunking with power and aggression. He just looked really good. And even Nick Nurse was surprised that he was doing what he was doing. He looked really, really good. And I was happy for Sergi because he's such a good player and talented player. I just think sometimes he has to get out of his own head. And that was a key thing for him, too. And so the Raptors, 
and just put their foot on the gas in the second quarter. Took a pretty good lead, even though the Bucks kind of chopped into it. Um, Giannis was really Giannis and Chris Middleton were the only Bucks players that played good tonight. Even just good. Chris Middleton played really excellent. Giannis played good, and then the rest of the team fell off a cliff. Nikola Mirotic played like trash. Um, Malcolm Brogdon didn't look good. I don't think he scored his first points until the third quarter. Um, Ersan Ilyasova was broke. He had a, a couple wide open threes that he just missed completely. Um, Brooke Lopez, he, you know, he's not going to, when he's cold, he's going to sit there and still continue to shoot threes. He's not going to go in and try and post up and get easy buckets. And the thing with the Bucks is their offense is predicated on what Giannis does. And the Raptors were playing a 1-2-2 defense on Giannis. And so when Giannis gets into the lane, all they do is clog it up. And they forced the other Bucks players to make shots. George Hill couldn't make shots. Brogdon couldn't make shots. Ilya Sova couldn't hit shots. Pat Connaughton couldn't hit shots. And it won in favor of the Raptors. And the Raptors executed their game plan. And that's ultimately how they ended up winning. In the third quarter, though, the Bucks did make a, a slight run to get back into the game. Only because of Chris Middleton, who was given the Raptors buckets. Um, he had a whole lot of just crafty-looking buckets, whether it was a pull-up mid-range, pull-up three, get into the rack, get into the free-throw line, no matter what it was. Kawhi, who was hindered, you can clearly tell he was hindered. He was limping, like, the whole entire game. And I think he, he played over, like, 52 minutes in game three. That went into overtime. And he looked gassed, but he still played his heart out. Like, he, I think um, Charles, Charles Barkley and Shaq and Ernie – and Kenny Smith said it perfectly, or Charles said it mostly, but the Bucks' defense was stupid because they said it perfectly because Kawhi was not looking to score. Kawhi was not the same Kawhi that we've been seeing in the playoffs. He was a, a passive Kawhi tonight, and rightfully so because he needed to pass the ball because he wasn't himself. He's been feeling hurt, and he made plays. He made a lot of good passes out of the double team, and I, I said the same thing during the game. Like, why are you doubling team? Why are you double teaming a guy who's not even a true threat to you right now? Even though Kawhi was still hitting some shots that he usually makes, he wasn't as aggressive as he usually was. And you can totally tell that. He did not take as much shots as he usually does. I didn't look up how much shots he took, but I should have. But Kawhi definitely wasn't the same old aggressive Kawhi. He was definitely finding his teammates first. But Kyle Lowry really played good, though. He was hitting threes. He was making plays. He was crashing the boards, causing havoc for the Bucks, creating fouls, getting to the free throw line. Whatever he had to do, he was doing it. And he was a big-time piece in the win for them, too. Um, but Fred Van Fleet, man, and Serge Ibaka were probably, you know, the two, like I said, two of the three important players along with Norman Powell. But Fred Van Fleet and Serge Ibaka have really struggled in the playoffs, um, especially in this series up to Paul, up to today tonight's game, shall I say. Um, Fred Van Fleet really came off the bench just aggressive. He was just looking for a shot. In the first three games, he would just pass the ball. He kind of looked like Lonzo Ball in some possessions. He would pass the ball, run to the corner or to the wing, and not make a single movement after that. He would just sit still and probably wait for the ball to come to him. And if the ball came to him, he might shoot it. Otherwise, he'll pass it. But today, you can tell he was clearly shot hungry. He clearly wanted some buckets. He played his butt off. And like I said, he ended up with 13 points. And they were a big-time 13 points. He had one possession where... 
Um, the the Raptors actually ran down late on the shot clock. They had to force up a shot. He banked it in from deep three. The whole crowd got hyped, changed the momentum of the entire game. He had another play, I think, to start off the fourth quarter where the Bucks got a steal, and then uh, Miritich tried to save it from going out of bounds. Fred Van Fleet came up with it. It was a one-on-two break. He hit, I think it was Brooke Lopez with the in-and-out move, finished the layup, and had the entire Toronto uh, arena just up in flames. And, man, the Bucks just didn't look like they had it tonight. They just um, – I, I, actually, I want to say this. I want to apologize to Raptors fans for saying this series would end in five, first and foremost. I still think Milwaukee is the better team talent-wise, but you got to go out and earn wins. Talent does not win you championships. That is a proven fact. You have to earn every single win. And Toronto clearly wanted it more than the Bucks did tonight. And that was just a simple fact. Like, everybody was hustling. Everybody that came into the game for Toronto wanted to win. Everybody that came in the game for the Bucks looked like they were just going to hand the ball off to Chris Middleton and Giannis and make them make a play. You have to make a play for yourself in the playoffs and for your teammates. And that's what the Raptors did. They shared the ball really well. Both teams um, played, you know, really good for, you know, th- uh, I say the Bucks played good for two and a half quarters. I say the Raptors played well for all four quarters. And that was a difference. That was the biggest difference right there. The third quarter, the Raptors pretty much took control of the game. The Bucks, like I said, tried to make another comeback with Chris Middleton, but it was just too late to, um, not enough time left in the game. And then pretty much the fourth quarter was all the Raptors. Um, with about five minutes left, Kawhi hit a three. That was pretty much a dagger. I think the score at the time was like 95 to 112. And that was pretty much a dagger. But some team stats, though, for you guys. Um, the Bucks shot 17 of 26 from the free throw line. That also haunts them. Even though they lost by 18 points, you cannot miss nine free throws. Giannis airballed another free throw in this game. He airballed one free throw in game three. Um, so they shot 65% on the road. That's not going to get it done in any game. Um, the Raptors out-rebounded the Bucks 44-40. to That's not too bad for the Bucks. Pretty good for the Raptors. Um, the Raptors had 32 assists. Ball movement, ball movement, ball movement. If you know me, if you're an avid supporter of this podcast, you know that I preach ball movement, and it's a proven remedy to success. You can ask Coach Popovich down in San Antonio um, the same thing, and he will tell you the same thing. And then the Bucks had 13 turnovers too. It was a lot of just sloppy play for him. Eric Bledsoe was very sloppy tonight. George Hill was making some ugly passes. They just didn't look in sync. They didn't look like together as a group they really wanted this win. And Toronto just shoved it down their throat and took it, honestly. They just punched them, didn't look back, honestly. So, like I said, the Raptors won this game by a score of 120 to 102. Game 5 in Milwaukee will be on Thursday. Stay tuned for that. Should be a hell of a game. We'll see who wins that one. With that being said, man, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all of those other good things. Hope all you guys have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you tomorrow. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. One love and peace.